Hi people, how you doing? A great day because we I need to gather out. We're here. We can talk. Okay, we can listen. We can learn all doing this together. How are you? Welcome. It's Thelma's Wellness. This is Thelma. I'm in Abuja, Nigeria. Abuja, Nigeria, if you're listening to me from any other part of the world, is the federal capital territory filled with positive-minded people, forward-looking people, upwardly mobile people who are resilient, who are committed, who are focused, who are determined, who are very sophisticated but do not relent on hard work when they make a commitment they keep to it. Very disciplined people too. And um, we're staying together and surviving and surmounting COVID-19. The numbers are reducing. Normal life is um, starting up. You know, we're going back to normal. It's still the new normal though. Yes, with all the safety precautions in place, washing your hands regularly, taking your sanitizer with you, wearing your face mask all the time and maintaining social and physical distance as well as maintaining hygienic procedures anywhere, in our homes, in our workplaces, in restaurants. So it goes on. But in spite of that, people are determined to put any form of challenge that COVID-19 has brought about behind them. They are eating well, eating better. They are happy to be surviving and to be alive. And um, our children are learning online because schools haven't opened formally. But we learn, we teach, we guide them to learn online. Um, we support them. And we don't want to let them play all the time and watch TV, play computer games and all of that. We believe that they should be learning in spite of the fact that there's been no formal school for going on six to seven months at this time. So yeah, our wellness, our well-being is on point. We also ensure that they eat very well, eat healthy. And um, the cost of living has gone up because of the increment of um, PMS, you know, um, People are paying more for fuel for their vehicles and generators, as well as um, people are paying more for power. It has increased. But in spite of that, people are positive. People are moving forward. People are setting goals. People are achieving things on the daily. I think what's critical at this time is that people be relentless in innovation. I think there's so much to innovate that will make life better and improve our life's quality. And it's up to us to do it. The resilient beings that we are, being positive thinking people, we ought to explore new ways, starting from the mind, the brain, get it working, synergize with people and see how we can bring up new ideas that can make life better better and reduce the cost of living i think that we can do but first up i've done some skipping already i did some skipping you know that skipping ropes are very affordable and accessible and they will take you there you build endurance you build stamina 
you build flexibility. You shed weight and your skipping rope endures. You know what I do? I put my skipping rope somewhere in my room while I sit on the daily. So I cannot depart from it for too long. And that's what I think we should do. When I talk about building a support group, build um, a network of people who will bring you up to speed. Start working out with a friend, somebody who is disciplined and will always remind you, we didn't work out yesterday, Thelma, so are we going to work out today? When we shut down from our work today, can we go do some jogging at the park? Can we round off activities for five so we can take a brisk walk? We all need that. Your support system can be your family, can be your spouse can be your neighbor, but you need somebody who is committed, who is disciplined, who is relentless, and who wants the best results for both of you or all of you, you know. Whether you're working out to shed weight or working out to build endurance, stamina, it's something that you should maintain and we should instill in our children. Take your children for brisk walks. They can walk. Take them for walks around, you know. Let them go for walks, you know. Remember when we were young, not like now that we don't go out often, or there's COVID. But before there was COVID, it wasn't business as usual. Life is not the way it was when we were younger. What we could, everybody in our neighborhood was our friend. Our parents knew each other. You know, we could go from house to house. We ate where we wanted to. We were on the streets from dawn to dusk. The day we dropped our pants, these examinations will be out from that day to be resumed. Apart from when our mothers and our fathers would insist, do some revision. We'll just play with the books up and down, you know, just do something small and get back out there. Our parents were not worried. It was safe. We didn't have incidents of kidnap, of poison, you know, we didn't have hate-filled or hate-filled jealousy. Or if there was, it was well-maintained and tucked into a corner where it was meant to be, not seen, not heard about. But nowadays, we hear funny things, you know, you can't let your kids go out and stay on the streets where it's so not done because definitely something untoward would happen. And sometimes better to be safe than sorry. So that's why we must take our children out often. Take them for strolls. We used to stroll a lot way back when we were younger. Take your child, your children, your ward, your spouse. Take them out for walks 10 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes. You can do it if the weather is good. Five to six when you return from work. Do the same. Take your boys and your girls, you know, take them out for strolls. If you'd like, you can uh, buy them roasted meat along the way. Take them for ice cream. Where you drive to that is in your vicinity, start to walk there. That is how we can build an enduring uh, spirit in our young woman. Let them know that there's benefit in nature. There's benefit in work out, there's benefit in discipline, there's benefit in hard work. And as you take brisk walks with your children, talk to them. Tell them about the country they came, they come from. Tell them about the family they come from. Tell them about the importance of honesty, the importance of hard work, the importance of loyalty, the importance of love and support, the importance of family, the importance of nation building, the importance of speaking up for others, 
the benefits of kindness, how to take care of themselves and each other. We often say our children are leaders of tomorrow. Building leaders must start from the home. We must learn to nurture and nourish. We're not called to be parents and guardians just to feed our children, just to provide a roof. The physical, the physical outlook is just a minute part of what we need to build in these people we're raising. What goes on inside your minds is far more important. It's over 80% and it starts from the home. Say for example, our children have not been in school. Even though our schools have guidance counselors, the burden has been on us for the last six months to train children. We don't want when they get back to school, teachers meet tigers and wolves and other creatures of the forest, unsafe creatures for that matter. We want them to meet up again with well-honed, well-built, strong, study-minded, respectful and responsive and responsible children. And the honest is on us. Yes, we need to work. Don't fix a formal time for home training. It should be with leaving fit it into your daily life while you are at meal times talk to your children relaxation time talk to your children when you're driving them anywhere to the market build your children's lifestyle into your own and build your own into their own when your children go to bed at night go to their rooms and see what they are doing Check their phones and see what they have done that day. Check their computers and see what sites they have visited, who they have communicated with. You need to know your children's friend, your children's friends. You need to know the people they idolize. I remember when we were younger, we called them role models. These days you call them my idol, my icon. You need to know who your children respect, look up to, and why. And when it's inappropriate, you need to guide them to the right direction. Little matter how busy you are. Little matter what your status, your creed, your political affiliation is. You are duty bound to raise your children and to raise them well. God has blessed you with fruits of the womb and it behoves you, starting from the cradle, to ensure that your children are a blessing to any society they find themselves. Nowadays, we have our children going abroad, many children from various African continents and vice versa are schooling in countries where they were not born. And sometimes they have to learn new cultures. But you know how we can do this with confidence, how we can send our children out, is because we have built character. There has been a conscientious and consistent effort to build children with strong character. Once your children have character, and from this can stem charm and charisma, they can learn anything. They can be humble, respectful, and responsible anywhere and eventually they'll fit in. Little matter how much you are worth, raise your children. 
It is our responsibility to raise our children. We must, we can, we will, we should build a regimen in them that will be a credit not just to the country they will be where they will go and spend some of their years to be a credit to you. People will ask, who is this person? From where has she or he come from? They will relate your child with you and your vicinity and your community and your state and your nation. And it's also a credit to the world. This is not a responsibility that we leave for tomorrow. As we're talking now, if we have not been paying attention, we need to start to pay attention now. We need to start to do it now. It's our responsibility to do it now. Make it happen in a way that you begin to see the benefit of your hard work. Not just getting high grades, coming first or second or third in class. You need to be involved in character building. You need to do it. Involve your children in life. Tell them the truth about what happens in life so they benefit from it. Children pretend. Children know how to pretend. And it's up to you with wisdom to determine what your child is doing that is right or wrong and know when they are being honest with you. If you have a child that pretends, let them know that pretense is wrong and unnecessary. Teach them how to do what is right. Tell them the consequences of doing what is wrong so that they live good lives and lives that will be a benefit and a credit to the world. We are responsive and responsible, and we must hand that over to our wards and our children. We can do it starting today. As we round up on this Throwback Thursday, let us reminisce about the good times and realize that it depends on us, parents and guardians now, to bring back those times for those who are living with us within and around our vicinity. And we can start by doing that by building together. Involve your children and your ward and your spouse in your daily plan. Involve them in your exercise. I often wonder how um, a partner, maybe the husband goes to the gym or works out and his partner is not doing the same. Or the wife is determined to improve her health and her well-being and the impact is not being felt by the children. The strongest unit of any nation is the family. The strongest, most resilient unit of any nation is the family. When we build a strong family, we build a strong community, we build a strong state, and we build a strong nation. And we can go on to build a strong continent and a viral, strong, resilient world that will withstand any ailment, whether it comes from the east, the west, the north, or the south. Anywhere we will withstand it because we stand together and we're building together. So let's round off this throwback Thursday with some push-ups. When you do push-ups, which are sometimes 
referred to as press arms, you put, you rest your entire body weight on your hand, that is your pants, okay? Like you want to, you can start by lying prostrate and then lift your body up on your hands. So place your palms on the mat, place your palms on your floor mat. It is okay to work out on your rug, but eventually, when you're working out using your elbow and your elbows have to balance your body, it could, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> sorry about that, it could peel your elbows. So what you need to do is to get an exercise mat where you can work out. So now with the push-ups, your entire body weight is on your hands and then you lower your body down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. As with anything that you're just taking off with, it is essential that you start small, start slow, grow your pace gradually. Okay? And if you cannot start doing the push-ups all the way, you can kneel. You can kneel and then, you know, lower your upper body. That's why your torso, you know, to your floor mat. When you get comfortable, you can increase your... Um, your sets can go from 10 to 15 or from 15 to 20 then you can begin to do it full spread your legs all the way and then lift your body as with every good thing practice improves performance and improves result so don't wait until it's time for thermos wellness start to do your workout on the daily start with 10 minutes in the morning and you can do 10 minutes in the evening i know many people take brisk works in their workplace you can be one of them too let your family work out with you build strong confident and um resilient people who can communicate and who we go on to make positive impact in the world is a throwback Thursday. We live in the best times and doing our best to bring those good times back for those who are coming after us. Have a fantastic Thursday. It's Thelma's Wellness. Looking forward to spending time again with you on Saturday. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye-bye.